Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 61 of the Social Liability Podcast. I'm your host, the Raspberries, with my co-host, the Buck Grendel, bringing you new and interesting stories from all over the internet of people violating the social contracts that we all agree to live by. Buck, we have some stories this week, including including a revisit to a previous episode uh, involving a Whopper. Do you remember that particular instance? I do. I do. So tell me what uh, tell me what I you remember from the story. Mac. Yeah, yeah. Tell me what you remember from the Ooh. story. That's gonna be our that's gonna be our lead lead in today. Yeah, I fucking hate you, man. You just won't let me. You just won't let me hang my hat on that nail. You gotta quiz me. Okay, okay. Some lady got irate at a Burger King drive-through and assaulted the employee with a Whopper. And was arrested for it and was tried and convicted of something. And I believe that that's going to be our perfect segue into the first story of this comedy monkey go round after you raz. Well, if you were to go back and listen to episode 49, uh, that episode was titled Sex Whoppers and Nerf Guns. Uh, there was a story that involved a Florida woman, go figure. A 78-year-old Florida woman was arrested after a Whopper-throwing fit in May of this year at Burger King has been sentenced. Judith Ann Black, which her name, the humor does not escape me on her name. Let me continue and you'll know why. Judith Ann Black, 78, has been placed on probation for one year after pleading no contest to a charge of battery Tuesday in Sumter County Court. According to the police affidavit, Black reportedly became upset by the thickness of the tomato in her sandwich. The woman reportedly went to the front counter to express her frustration to a Burger King employee. The employee told officers she informed Black that she couldn't help her until she stopped screaming. And that's when she, when Black threw the whopper at the employee's head and began shouting racial slurs. Shut up, you black bitch! Uh, she allegedly told the staffer before using the N-word multiple times as she left the restaurant with her husband. The victim's account was corroborated by witnesses and statements and surveillance video. Black was sentenced to 12 months probation, fined $785, and ordered by the judge in Sumter County to attend anger management classes. <laughs> Not a long story, Good but... for th- Sumter County. I just wanted to follow up on that one because... It's even funny because the picture they chose to use is almost a like a pixel per pixel copy of the thumbnail we used for our episode. <laughs> um, I do remember this now. I do remember this now. No, no, I'm glad. I'm glad this lady got sentenced to something. I'm glad. I mean, she had to pay for what she freaking did, man. Granted, it's like, only probation. You know, and it's only I mean, a fine. And, and I think the worst part's going to be the anger management classes. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know what? I mean, could she have been, or should she have been harsh, more pun, uh, punished more harshly? You know, I'm I'm not a judge, so I won't comment on that. But I will comment on the fact that I am glad that she got called the frickin' task and put out on frickin' Front Street, and that's where she belongs. Okay, because when you act like that, like there are certain things that, you know, are frowned upon and we make fun of a lot of them here on the Social Liability Podcast. But at the end of the day, there are certain things that are just not allowed. And senseless hate and violence, ah, that, 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 
that kind of like falls within like the uh, the social contract bill of rights. Like, thou shalt not be a social liability and you know hate on people for no freaking reason. Well, the, you know? the kind of thing and, that and I have to stop and wonder and ask myself is: this woman is seventy eight years old. How long has she been a cunt? How long has she been a cunt? That's 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 the question we have to ask ourselves. Has she been a cunt her entire lives, or has she just decided to be a cunt today? I don't know. I'm assuming she's been a cunt for quite a long time. A lot of and and there are some that may argue, oh well, you know, she comes from a different day and time where those kind of things were okay. Well, here's what I will say to that. Okay, you're an idiot. Okay, because those things actually they're not okay nor have they ever been okay doesn't matter what day what era what generation you're from that kind of shit was never okay did it happen did it happen frequently yes yes it did was it socially acceptable a lot of places it was but was it okay Mm, no no so I'm not gonna let you. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let anybody die on that hill. Like, you don't get to make excuses for this woman. She messed up. She messed up big time. She acted like a fool. Didn't get her way. Threw a tantrum. Added in some racial slurs. Just had to make it a hate crime. And now she's got probation, fines to pay, and anger management classes. And I dare that silly, squirrely old bitch. To freaking not show up to one of those for any reason. Because her ass will serve out the rest of her probation in freaking prison. Where she actually, in my opinion, belongs. Well, moving on. Our next story comes from the Palm Beach Post. And this is in their weird news section. Gastrointestinal excuse turns out poorly for female driver. The streets of Palm Beach County and Treasure Coast are full of wild, outrageous tales you won't find on the front page. This one particularly is coming out of West Palm Beach. Gastrointestinal gaslighting? Seen driving at midnight with a tail light out, a driver then turned all the lights out and kept going until she was pulled over in front of a residence in the 600 block of 51st Street. Intrigued by the motorist actions, a police officer activated his lights and eventually made contact with the driver and her two passengers. The driver was extremely nervous and at one point told the officer she had to poop. She then added that she had a bubbly stomach. Though the officer gave the woman okay to go inside to poop, he stipulated she had to leave her purse and keys in the vehicle. Though she walked up to the residence, she never actually entered the home to unload her cargo (laughs) and quickly returned to the vehicle. At that point, one of the officers on scene noticed a crack pipe sticking out of her bra in plain view. She was placed in handcuffs. Four crack pipes were later found inside the woman's purse. She would go on to state the drugs were not hers and belonged to a friend. She was arrested for possession of drugs, possession of drug paraphernalia, and driving on a suspended license. So that is why when you see people get arrested in videos and, Can I at least get some pants on? No. Because <laughs> you never let them out of your sight once you have them. This is why. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very good reason why. You know, good job, good job on her part because she did come up with a pretty good reason for any officer 
like, I don't want to say any officer, but, you know, there are a lot of police officers who would be like, all right, all right, all right go ahead, take care of your business, and then come right back. I don't want you shit like, in my car. Some I don't Pretty want you, much. That's what it comes down to. Like, I don't want you shitting in my car, so yeah, right. do what you got to do. <laughs> right. I mean, like, there are a lot of cops who just would do that. So, you know, whatever, you know, on him. But, you know, Lady came up with a great excuse. At least that cop had the sense to say, leave your shit in the car. If she had been like, smart you know, enough to get... If she, if she had been smart enough to get all four crack pipes in her bra, she could have went inside, smashed that shit come back out and she would have been off the hook she still would have got hit with the suspended well, driving under suspension but she wouldn't have got the drug charges <laughs> right and that's the thing man and then she comes back and her grand excuse after she's been caught it's not mine. I mean like this lady's borderline criminal mastermind but she gets she gets caught and then that just buckles it's not mine belongs to a friend these aren't my pants nope <laughs> Nope, no, 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 nope, that doesn't belong to me. I used to play music with the guy who it does belong to, but it's not mine. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Lady, lady had a right to ditch and go to the bathroom. That's probably where she got, probably where she got rid of her drugs. We should have a segment she called, had uh, some on her. we should call this segment, you almost got away with it. <laughs> well, no, right. she never made it inside. They watched back. her walk up to the door that she never went inside. She came back. <laughs> Oh, yeah, never mind. Again, you know, the planning phase, A+. A+, on the planning phase for this heist. But I'm going to have to give you a solid fail for the execution phase here, lady. You know, but either way, eh. Well, our next story is one that's near and dear to my heart, and it involves our favorite subject. Florida man. Florida man does whatever the fuck he can. Makes headlines every time. Florida's paradigm. Look out. Here comes Florida man. Indeed, here comes Florida man. As a Florida man sticks his hand in a cougar cage at the zoo. Cougar one, Florida man zero. And I said cougar and I should have said jaguar. That was my fault. <laughs> a Florida man in his 20s was hospitalized Wednesday after jumping over a barrier at the Range of the Jaguar exhibit located at the Jacksonville Zoo and Gardens, and then inserting his hand into the big cat's enclosure. Can you guess what happens next, folks? According to the news Jacks 4, a jaguar then clawed the man's hand, leaving behind a trail of blood, and landing the man in the hospital. This is an individual that wasn't using his head. He stuck his hand through the mesh that separates the jaguars from the outside. Deputy Zoo Director Dan Maloney told WJXT, adding that the incident, quote, would have been a very different story if the animal had been able to secure a stronger grip on the man. <laughs> Zoo officials told WJXT that the jaguar was uninjured, and they did not believe the man was trying to harm the cat. The zoo was closed on Wednesday night while staff investigated how the man was able to jump over the barrier in the first place. The man's injuries are non-life-threatening, and the zoo does not expect to press charges. <laughs> I've got a lot of questions here that I don't believe will ever be answered, but the very first one is what in the actual hell? Like, what, what would possess a... Like, did he wake up in the morning and go, I am the big cat whisperer? And then jumps the fence, and then 
Bada bing, bada done. Well, I'll tell you what, man. That thing wasn't... Oh, man. Like, just thinking he's going to go up and be like, what? Like, pet a fucking Jaguar? It's like, eh, I believe that you coined the phrase and made, made like, epic quote history when you said earlier in an episode that a shark is going to shark. <laughs> well, I'm going to transfer that to this particular instance. And a Jaguar is going to Jaguar. That math applies in this situation as well. And you know what? A, a guy, that like, how far did the cheese slip off this man's cracker for him to think that this was even remotely in the realm of a good idea? Well, it's, like, it's just a big pussy cat. I'm just going to give it a little pet on the head. It'll be, it'll get a purr. It's going to be purred in. I'm going to scratch his belly. <laughs> Not so much, like, folks. The only purr. No, man. The only purr that happened was him being the perfect snack. Like that was it. That was bad. Because other no, than no, that, no, 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 just stop. I, nah, no, you know, yeah, that's... that was bad. That was okay, bad. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, continue. Yeah, but you know, I mean, what? Like, just again, what? What the shit? Like, how? How does? How does any? How do any of the circumstances that existed in this situation? And again. You know, I am I am without a lot of information here. Like maybe there was a scratch and sniff sticker somewhere, and the guy just had OCD and just had to go and like try. No, like, but like what what in the circumstances that existed made hopping a fence that clearly like I I would have to assume that clearly it said somewhere like don't do. What I, you're thinking no, no, doing. fuck that. You don't. Fuck that. No, we don't need a sign that says "Don't jump the fence." When there's a sign, when there's a fucking fence, the fence says "Don't jump the fence." Exactly. So you, you know, know what? A, you know what? A fence. A fence. A fence. A fence. In and of itself is a sign. The sign that reads "Your ass don't belong here." Right. <laughs> like they were nice enough to make it out of like Lexan plastic or whatever they use at zoos to make that shit, so they see through it. But, you know, the only thing that separates the fact that they're completely separate from you is technology. Because if not, that shit would be made out of wood and you wouldn't see anything. Prices would double. But either way, this guy thought that he'd have a brilliant idea and jump the fucking fence and pet a big cat. And I just don't understand, like, how? Like, I would need someone to show me the math by somebody, I mean him. Like, if I were the officer, if I were somebody involved, with any kind of authority, pressing charges, which I'm sure they're going to do. No, but no, regardless, they said there at the end that they're know, not going to press charges. What disgusts me is oh, he's most likely going to sue the zoo. Yeah, exactly. You know, you can't control yourself. And, like, what is he, a big fucking kid? Sitting there with half an arm. Like, I just wanted to, I just wanted to pet it. And just went like to pet the dog from the, like you know just because it's like people who adopt like violent dogs like listen when you picked up this dog from the from the kill shelter its name was Hitler it's a freaking doberman and it doesn't matter whether you call it fluffy now it's still going to bite somebody's fucking head off control your shit you know like the zoo they did their part enclosures fences and again like I said, I'm sure there's a fucking sign somewhere that says don't be a dipshit. Like, you say they don't need a sign, but you and I both know that there's a sign somewhere because somebody's dumb enough. 
How do I know somebody's done enough? Because they they made it to the front freaking row here, man. Dude. They're on the first half of the show. I can't. Like, I still can't get over a dog name. Fuck? I still can't get over a dog named Hitler. <laughs> anyway, moving on to Fox Five New York. Homeowner yells, "Have him die somewhere else!" As hero lawn care worker tries to save man's life. This is being reported by a Fox affiliate out of New York, but it did happen in Palm Beach, Florida. Police are calling a Florida lawn care worker a hero after he's saving a man's life despite allegedly being yelled at by homeowners to do it somewhere else. Tony was walking to work when he saw a man in a car having a serious seizure on Monday at Palm Beach in Palm Beach County. Without thinking, he ran up to the rolling car and grabbed the fender to try to stop it from rolling down the street further. It ran over Tony's foot, but he thankfully had steel-toed boots on. Could have lost his toes with that one. A car fin- the car finally stopped on a lawn, but the windows were up and the doors were locked. The driver was convulsing and was in terrible shape, according to the sheriff's office. Tony screamed for help, asking and begging for someone to help. The owners of the house where the car allegedly stopped yelled, Get off our lawn and get the man out of here. Have him die somewhere else. Tony quickly realized... He knew where the injured man lived. He ran down the road, uh, down the street to their house and was able to get his wife and called 911. The man called the Palm Beach County office to ask for Tony's phone number. The man said, I want to talk to Tony. He saved my life. Wednesday, the grateful man and his wife went and found Tony and gave him a hug. And that's the end of the story. But can you, can you, I mean... Seeing the car on the lawn, I can I can see for an instant saying, why the hell is this car on my lawn? Get that damn car off my lawn. But by the fact that he actually yelled, get, the, get him out of here, have him die somewhere else, means he saw that there was a medical thing going on. <laughs> what kind of piece of right. shit I mean, human being? Like you said, man, like starting off, I'd be like, get this fucking car off of my lawn. And then I go out and find that there's like a literal, like medical emergency. My concern goes from my, from my beautiful, well kept grass, to the you know physical well being of somebody who is obviously in distress and didn't want to actually have their car on my lawn to begin with. Like now, now my ears are perked up and I'm now concerned. That would be me. Like you're right. What kind of piece of shit do you have to be? Like yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's really yeah. all we have to say about this one. Um, give me the guy's name, and so we can call him a piece of shit personally. If he'd like to come on a show and defend himself, he's more than welcome to do so. But until then, fuck you. Yeah, pretty much. But you know what? Kudos, and my hat goes off to the guy who responded to this. And, you know, like, he's just out there cutting grass. Like, he's a lawn care worker is what it said, right? Correct. I mean, like... Yeah, dude's just out there cutting grass. I'll tell you what, man, he's a cut above. That's all I know. Come on, man, give me a rim shot for no, that. Okay, grass. okay. Come on. He's cutting grass. He's a cut above. All right, you got it. You got it. You got your rim shot. Okay. All right, man. I was fishing for compliments in that barrel. Never thought it would be that hard to get one. But well, either way, well, you know, kudos, kudos to that dude, man. And we're back for the second half of episode 61. We're going to go right into it with police find a cat's house blasting music alone after a noise complaint. 
I don't think that's how they meant to write the title, but that is what it is. And this is being reported by the New York Latest News. A noisy neighbor gave him a pause. Well, legs. I see, this is, this is so poorly written. A policeman was called to a Spanish apartment due to turbulence. <laughs> this is horribly written. This is horribly written. I'm going to read it as it is. Uh-huh. A noisy neighbor yeah, gave him... Not all liabilities, man. Dude, this is horrible. A, pol- a policeman was called to a Spanish apartment due to the turbulence. He found a cat at home with his stereo turned on and his legs raised. According to a local newspaper, police went to Lugo's apartment on Sunday after residents complained that someone was awake with the music blown away. (laughs) But they soon found the party animals rapping the beat with his owner was away from town. I'm reading this verbatim. I swear to God I am. With his cat left at home because he has a habit of turning on instrument with his forefoot volume wheel, the police officer told the paper. Where did you find this shit? (laughs) According to local media, a unknown man in the Ronda das Fuentes apartment complex went home to deal with the problem of his curious cat. Police find a cat's house blasting music alone after a noise complaint. Okay, so let's interpret this. Uh, someone had loud music. They went there. It turns out the cat turned on the radio. I think the social liability is not the cat, but the person who wrote this and actually published it. Because this is shite. Yeah. And I'm, Man, I'm looking. I'm looking. This is up. this is not a Spanish or, or or translated. This is honest to God supposed to be in English. <laughs> Somebody want? Is it, it, it? Oh my gosh! This is this has got to be nepotism. That's all that this is. I swear it. It's got to be. Well, here's the thing. I. Okay. Here here's the here's the kicker. It it's they they cite the New York Post for uh, the source for the story, and their title is "Police called to a noise complaint: find cat at home alone blasting music." A noisy neighbor gave him pause. Dot dot dot. Air pause. P a w s. Cops were called to an apartment in Spain over a noisy disturbance, only to find a home alone cat had turned on a stereo way up with its paw. Police went to the apartment building in Lugo on Sunday after residents called to complain that someone was blasting music and keeping them awake. But they quickly spotted the party animal lapping to the beats with his owner out of town. His cat that was left in the house since he was, uh, since he has the, okay. His cat was left in the house since he has the habit of turning on musical equipment with his paws and the volume wheel, told the cops. In the... To see, this, is, this had to have been from, like, Spain, Spanish, translated, and, for, and they're, like, translating uh-huh. it over and over again. So, it, it's... No, I'll tell you what, man. Whoever, whoever put this article where, where I, wherever I found it, what they did was is they took the Spanish article copied it, pasted it into Google Translate, copied it again, pasted it into their homework assignment, and then turned it in, and whoever their boss was was like, you literally got this here five minutes before the deadline. I have no choice but to put this out. It better be legit. And then it's just a shit storm. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's, that's how this unfolded 
in my mind. I don't know if that's what really happened, but again, you know, we have to, you know, like real I am the architect of of reality here when when you do not give me the material information, I have to fill in the gap somehow. So I, I agree. Google Translate was definitely involved in this story. <laughs> uh, but, oh, yeah. But our next story comes from thevibes.com. Malaysia from every side. So this is a Malaysian paper. So if this one's all jacked up, I'm sorry. Goat dies after unnatural sex with senior citizen. <laughs> Man, what a bad way to go. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> a female goat God, died. Why are you being such a nanny? <sighs> a female goat died. No, like no, you just shut up. I'm, I'm, I'm muting your mic. A female goat died after a senior citizen had unnatural sex with it on uh, yesterday. There's some other words there. A 48-year-old woman. Uh, who is the owner of the goat, realized the incident at about 1.30 p.m. after hearing weird noises coming from the animal. She then saw a half-naked man, who she recognized, getting up from the goat before running away. After checking the animal, she found it was already dead. The woman lodged a report with the police station at 6.24 p.m. yesterday. The police chief, uh, Arsad, and I'm not going to try, I'm just going to claim Arsad, confirmed that the 60-year-old man was arrested. <laughs> the suspect was found in the bushes and arrested uh, at 1.50 a.m. today. He was taken to the Sessions Court in Kuala, Kuala Baru for a uh, remand application to facilitate the investigation under Section 377, blah, 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 blah. A forensics unit in Kuala Kubabara veterinary department team were sent to the scene to conduct an investigation. The body of the goat was sent to the department's laboratory for analysis and autopsy. <laughs> this dude fucked a goat to death! <laughs> hey, now, let me ask you this, man. They seriously got forensics involved to do an, like, an investigation and autopsy on a on a on a piece of livestock. A forensic vet. <laughs> That's wow. <laughs> wow. Like I'm I, I'm just wondering like and I know I'm interrupting the article here, but my question is this. Your country had better be developed well enough to where everyone has electricity and the ability to shit in a toilet before you come running out of the corner with a forensic fucking veterinarian. Okay? Just saying. If everybody in your country can't flush a god darn toilet, then you should not brag about having anyone within the borders of your freaking country that can operate anything that a forensic veterinarian would need the qualifications to do. I'm just saying. I love how you're stuck I don't on know where this is Malaysia. I love how you're stuck on the, on the forensic Malaysia. vet, but you're leaving alone this man fucked a goat to death. <laughs> we we haven't got to the end of the article. Oh, yes, we have. That's it. That's <laughs> the end. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought I was interrupting. This motherfucker's sick. <laughs> like, that's just all there is to it. <laughs> <laughs> there's a oh, picture of the goat. Oh, I felt bad for a second. I thought I was... Dude, there's a no. picture of the goat. No. 
You can no, you can see it. You can, you can see it on your screen right now. Um, oh, you you can't watch in the podcast, yeah. but Buck can because he can see what I see. And I, I'm not going to show this because there is clearly um, irritation of the genital area. <laughs> yeah. This like, dude... what, what what the oh man like seriously, you know what I mean like like about 500 years ago the people in New Zealand found a new new use for sheep. It's called wool, but I mean, like and, goats and syphilis. What did, what did, <laughs> eh, you know what? I mean, sailors had that knocked down since the 1500s, but I mean, you know, I, it's, it's scurvy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, eh, call it what you want to call it, man. <laughs> I wouldn't be fucking no bay bitches. <laughs> Moving on, this is being reported by NBC News. COVID-positive man boards flight disguised as wife in Indonesia amid pandemic surge. He covered his face and hoped for the best, but his plan to disguise himself as his wife ultimately failed. Uh, Nunin Nikwab, jeez. Uh, a face veil worn by some Muslim women, an Indonesian man who had tested positive for COVID-19 boarded a plane traveling from Southeast Asia's nation from the southeast nation's capital, Jakarta, to the city of Ternate on Sunday. He brought, bought the plane ticket with his wife's name and brought the identity card. Uh, he did not identify himself as a man, but added that all of his documents, including his vaccination card, were under his wife's name. The man's ruse was rambled when a flight attendant noticed the man changed his clothes in the lavatory midair and was arrested when the plane landed. He was tested positive for COVID-19 and the result came he was tested for COVID-19 and the results came back positive. Police said adding that it was self-isolation at home and the investigation will continue. God, this is This is NBC News. Why are these written so poorly? Stop. Google Translate. I'm guessing I really am. But so this dude puts on, you know, the the the, the female Muslim garment and gets on the plane, and I'm I'm my wife. <laughs> Let me on the plane, even though you know I know I'm positive for COVID. Thanks, asshole. Okay, so again, this is another prime example of somebody nailing the planning phase of their heist, but really, really abysmally fucking up the execution part. Why? First off, let's let's just call it out there and get the elephant out of the room if you're testing positive for COVID you shouldn't be getting on a fucking plane I'm just going to go ahead and put that right out or there. leaving your house but, other than go to a hospital right pretty much you know but in the event that you you know end up like this dude and want to you know steal your wife's identity don't change your clothes in mid flight you have to commit to your ruse dude like, this guy needs to know what is, like, something called the long con. Like, he did not play this out very well. Like, I, I, I'm almost wondering if he'd have got away with it scot-free if the dipshit wouldn't have fucking changed. Oh, yeah. You know, Probably. Again. Probably. Re- remo- removing the COVID threat from the equation, just this guy being a dip dipshit enough to just, Yeah. I'm going to be my wife, you know, and, you know, perfect, perfect way to do it, too. You know, you're in a culture where women need to be veiled. Like, this 
you you don't even have to shave. All you gotta do is commit. Just commit. But no. No. Couldn't even do that. You know, I mean, like, me? me? Shit. If I was gonna be Catherine, you know, if I was gonna be caregiver Katie for a day, I, I, I'd wear, I'd wear frickin' underwear. I'd be like, no, 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 man. You, like, I'll put on the bra and everything. If I'm, if I'm gonna be, if I'm gonna be playing you, I'm, I'm in it to win it. This guy changes in mid-flight and gets caught. I'm glad he got arrested. I hope that they, I, I hope, hope something happens to him and i hope that he gets made fun of by anybody who wears a uniform from this day until these charges are cleared i hope they laugh at him as he's getting released from from whatever institution they hold him in i know i would indeed well our our final story of the day it seems to be a recurring theme on the show and it might become its a segment in of itself uh, we seem to have an ongoing affinity for the swinger lifestyle. And this is being reported by KLFY. Uh, <laughs> there's going to be a couple of pronunciations in here because I don't speak Creole. Uh, so bear with me. But bring your house and share your spouse. A new swingers trailer park open in Mau Mau. <laughs> uh, if you're looking to spice up your love life with an outdoor experience... There's a new spot for swingers open in Mau Mau. It's called T-Boys Swinger Trailer Park, and it's gaining attention as it's getting ready to swing into southern Louisiana. Their motto, bring your house and share your spouse. You can come to Mau Mau for many a good thing, and, then there'll be one of, and this will be one of them. <laughs> uh, Al Coin uh, is the man behind T-Boys Swinger Trailer Park. He's opening it for couples into swinging and says that the swinger community is surprisingly bigger than you may think. It's bigger than most of you will know. Live free and don't be scared of it. There's a big community of it. I think a bunch of them aren't shy. They, the ones that are shy, hell with them, roll with it. It's a good thing compared to most things. Since putting up the sign where the swingers part will be, Acoin says that he's gotten calls from swingers from across the country. He has got some from Pennsylvania. We've got some from Arkansas and, of course, from around Arcadia. Uh, all around Mau Mau, uh, Villa Plate, Lafayette, Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Sid uh, Slidell, sorry. And we have text messages from all over the country. It's mind-boggling, he said. He says they're getting so many calls they can barely keep up with them. Most of them call or text just to see if it's real, just to see if someone's going to answer because they're say, oh, no, nobody's there. It's not a real number. Or they'll get on Facebook and say, oh, it's not a real number. <laughs> well, apparently it is, folks. Because I got there and I said, it's a fat frog's butt. It's not a real phone number. Everyone started calling and they started calling, hey, what's y'all's address? Is this in Mau Mau? Where is that? Yes, it is. That's, I, I'm guessing he said that with a really thick Cajun accent and I can't replicate it. <laughs> A sign for the swingers community says you have to send pictures of your spouse for approval, but Acoin says that's just a joke. There are more of a joke to kind of ease up people and create a vibe. People went further with it than you can imagine. We've gotten pictures and many phone calls and many text voicemails. It's unreal. Acoin says there has been uh, one message for the haters. Sucks to be them. There's no reason to get mad at anybody for their preference. They're not out here hurting nobody. Nobody is selling drugs. People just want to have a good time, enjoy themselves the way they want to, and that's perfectly what it is. Acoin said the grand opening for T-Boys Swinger Trailer Park is set for Memorial Weekend 2020. 
When it's finished, the site will have a nude pool, a nude yoga stadium, a strip poker hall, and a key party cabinet. Uh, he says you'll have to look up uh, a key party to find out what that one is. Acoin says that uh, you can choose to live at the trailer park, but it's designed to operate more like a campground where swingers come for a party-themed weekends. So we've already decided that next year we're going to go to SwingCon in, um, in in England for a live episode. <laughs> um, Louisiana's a little closer if you want to go to the trailer park, Buck. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I've got no problem going and experience the elegance of a mobile home community. I'm I'm just, you know, I'm not going to go ahead. I, you know what? I'm not going to put lipstick. I'm not going to try and spit, spit shine this turd. This guy called it a trailer park. I'll call it a trailer park, too. But yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be a campground. That's what it is. It's a campground. You can put a trailer there and live there full time. You know time. what, though? But it's 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 a campground. I, I I don't I don't have a problem with this. Like I I don't see, like again you know we get these articles and I just I send them to Raz based off the headlines. So we we read them and it's an organic reaction and you know right off the cuff like I mean swinging isn't my bag, but I mean if that's your thing fine. Just as long as you don't try to force me to play ball with you, we're okay. And if you want to go off and do your own thing with a bunch of other consenting, insane adults and be safe while you're doing it, then, yeah, go ahead. Knock yourself out. That's the way I see it. Right, Frank. Plus, if the guy's guy's charging admission for it, again, he's being a capitalist. These people are going to go off and do what they're going to do any freaking way. All he's doing is going, I got a place where you can do this and be safe, and it's judging free zone, and you just pay me a little money. And you know what? People people line up in droves. They're like, hell yeah. get to sp- I get to express myself however I please, and nobody's going to give two shits about it. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, see, you know, good for him. We, 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 good for him. We do these stories as though they're social liability. This isn't a social liability. This is, the people that have an issue with this, they are the social liability. Because they're not coming into your town saying, right. hey, 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 um, you there, mister, why don't you come over here and fuck my wife? N- no, that's not what they're doing. They're looking for like-minded people, and they're hanging out with like-minded people. They're not, they're not fucking on time, on, on, in the middle of the town square either. They're literally doing their own thing off on their own part of the world. They're not hurting anybody. So the people that have an issue with this, those are the ones I kind of have a problem with. Yeah, me too. I mean, this to me is on the line of of condiment preference. You know, it's it's, you know, it's kind of funny because like, I, I I there's an online game I play, and I've got this really like core group of people I play with on a regular basis, <clears throat> and you know we, we we love you know giving each other a hard time, and one of the things we talk about is calling you know like I bet you're a furry, you know, and we're kind of kink shaming furries, but. I don't think anybody actually is meaning to kink shame anybody. It's just kind of funny, um, but it's one. Of, it's people like they, if they, I'm, if I'm not into something, it must be wrong. You know, if I if I don't like something, that means it's wrong. Mm-hmm. So take that attitude, shove it up Pretty your much. ass, and yeah, I mean, there's no room for that. Again, that's one. Well, you you say there's no oh, room wow. for that, You're but they have somebody. they've made room for's for themselves. They've made room for themselves. This is their thing. 
No, no, I mean, like, there's no room to to criticize on people for that. Like, if if they're all happy and, you know, everything's, they got all their I's dotted and their T's crossed, and they want to set up a campground specifically for that, it's not like they're, it's not like they're, like, calling it a family-run establishment. It's not like a Hooters. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right on. <laughs> you, you, Okay. Well, you know, I mean, like you and I they're both not trying to call it something that's not. You and I used to live in South Central Pennsylvania, and a lot of people don't realize this, but just where we were at alone, there were sweet three swingers clubs within t- half an hour of my house. Three of them. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, the, the guy's not wrong. It is a bigger community than what you think. It really is, and if right, it, if you. It, if you have a problem with it, what the fuck is your problem? Right, exactly. What is the problem? Like, is any is somebody forcing you to take part in this lifestyle at gunpoint? No. Then I don't believe that there's any flag that can be thrown on this play. Are they doing it in your backyard or, or in your garage? No. Mm. Then mind your own freaking business. If you don't like it, then turn your freaking head. You know, I'm going to... That's... Something just popped in my brain, Buck. I'm going to put you on the carpet. There was a time when you and I lived quite close to one another. And this this exact topic came up. And you were adamantly opposed to it. Now, you weren't saying that other people couldn't participate in it. But now you, you've said it now, just in passing, that you know it's not your thing. But you don't have a problem with others doing it. You used to be adamantly opposed to it. Now, I don't know what your feeling was about other people at the time. Oh, it's the same. It's the same. I'm adamantly opposed to it for me. Like, it is just, it is not... Are you it, sure? Because like you're, you're, you're going you're you're gonna to check a lot of boxes on, that, uh, on the kink list. You know that. Of course I will. <laughs> but this is not one of them. No, 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 no. You know, people, like, people I, saying, "Oh, I want to, I want to fuck, I want to fuck me a guy in a wheelchair." <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, like there are a lot of those, but I mean, like, so when, you know, when, when you're when you're a cop and you have like, women throwing themselves at you, we call them badge bunnies. Uh, what do you call the ones that come after the wheelchair guys? I have no idea, but I'm sure that we can come up with a clever name. We got to come up with something. Next episode. Oh man, we could put that shit on a T-shirt and make a million bucks. We could, but we gotta think of something. So no, if you have, you have an idea, send them in. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, go ahead, suggest it. But no, man. I mean, you know, I I look at I look at those things in the, like I said earlier, the same way that I would as somebody's preference in a condiment. Like, just because you like mayonnaise on a sandwich doesn't mean I hate you. But if you try to make me eat mayonnaise on a sandwich that I'm gonna eat. We we instantly now have become enemies. Hey, like, Buck. I do not like. I don't like it. Buck. What what did I get you for Christmas? You got me a bottle of Hidden Valley's Buttermilk Ranch, which is mayonnaise with spices. <laughs> you know, and that's fine because, you know, and it's it's but see. Like, having that kind of, like, you know, like, dire hatred for a condiment, 
Like it's not it's not something that like people really like put in a repertoire of, of shit to remember about you. You know, it's like I don't get like violently militant over it, but if I were to like shoot my shoot shoot something away from me like potato salad, I don't Dude, eat that shit. No, like I I, I literally this past this past Christmas, the wife and I sat on the coat sat on the couch laughing ourselves until we damn near pissed because we were sending people condiments for Christmas. And I specifically said, I'm not sending Buck mayonnaise. He hates mayonnaise. So we sent you ranch dressing. And then you threw a fucking fit because we sent you ranch dressing. I <laughs> you did, said man. You said it was mayonnaise what? with spices. <laughs> That's what it is, man. Ranch dressing is mayonnaise with spices. If you Google it, you Google that shit, man. And mayonnaise, the freaking first ingredient, man. Like, look at you. Look at you just chortling over there. Because you got me all fired up over mayonnaise. Like, I can't stand this shit. It's fucking vile. And you know what? I don't, I don't want it. I don't want I just, I just don't like it. <laughs> That's, <laughs> like... I just don't. I don't like it. I just don't. Like I'm just like even thinking about having to eat it just makes my skin crawl. Like ugh. I was an '80s food stamps kid, man. Like we ate that shit like World War II rations, dude. Like I don't want your freaking mayonnaise. I don't care if your mom's recipe is the best you ever had. Okay, all right. I can be easily tricked and fooled. I can. Like. Like if, you, yeah. I as a matter of fact, I'm gonna go ahead and just put you right on on blast, sweetie. My my excellent, awesome caregiver knows how much I fucking hate mayonnaise. Sat here right behind the scenes and googled that shit. Guess what mayonnaise? Guess what? Ranch dressing is fucking mayonnaise with spices. <laughs> that's that's all it is, man. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> and uh yeah this is we're talking about white creamy stuff after going about a swingers club so that being said folks that's no. Kind of for... <laughs> no man no no <laughs> that's gonna bring us to an end of this episode of the social liability podcast make sure you like and subscribe and share it with a friend and listen to us each and every week we are 61 weeks strong going on 62 weeks next week buck 62 freaking weeks keep your fucking mayonnaise in your goddamn living rooms too you listen to me on this podcast you better not be eating fucking mayonnaise when you do it but you know please by all means like like subscribe share hit the notification button we release new content once a week and definitely appreciate your patronage please disregard any threats because you know a handicapped guy in a wheelchair really does nothing but yell and wave his hands not a very big threat but either way, we love you. And make sure you check our links in the description to send Buck mayonnaise from his Amazon wish list. That, have a great week, folks. That's it. <laughs>